Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and this week I'm chatting all about how to implement divine body wisdom into your life. The Peaceful Power Podcast is here to help you live a movement-based lifestyle, utilizing fitness, yoga, and Ayurvedic techniques. Each week, I'll bring you a motivational guest or a solo show geared to help you take action to live that peaceful, powerful life. So if you guys have been following me for a while, you know, I personally love divine body wisdom. I love that phrase. I think it encompasses everything that I believe in, which basically to me, that kind of phrase or that term breaks down to knowing your body and you are your ultimate teacher. And I think so many times it's so easy for us to get lost in the diet and, um, you know, exercise culture that we just follow the next plan instead of tuning in and listening to what our bodies are actually telling us to do. And um, that's been kind of my philosophy as a trainer for years. And once I discovered Ayurveda, and I actually have been, um, now I will actually be starting in March, the Ayurvedic practitioner level. And so basically how to break down, I'm just going to quickly break down what this means. So in case you're like, I don't know what that means, Andrea. So Ayurveda has kind of three known levels that they, um, have, I guess, in their system. And so the top is an Ayurvedic doctor. Next would be an Ayurvedic practitioner and then an Ayurvedic coach. And so they can kind of do different things. So as a practitioner, you can start to treat um, patients and you can kind of diagnose and help them and give them different herbs and prescribe them different, um, um, I would say medicine, but it's a natural medicine. We're not like giving out pills and stuff. So that's kind of the three different levels and the distinctions. So the doctors just had more schooling. And so the doctors, I kind of like to think of it like Western medicine where you have the doctor and then a nurse practitioner. It's kind of similar, um, but just Ayurveda. So with that being said, those are kind of the three different levels. So the more I've learned about Ayurveda, the more I totally appreciate its approach to health because it's not a blanket approach. You know, at the end of the day, we're all different. We all have different things going on in our lives. Um, Some of you might be working a nine to five. Others stay at home moms. Others can be work from home moms. Um, Others might not be moms at all. These are all different levels and different wrinkles we have in our lifestyles. And those really do matter because we all have different stress levels and we all have different capabilities when we think about how we deal with stress. So someone could have a ton of stress on their plate, um, you know, to you or I, but to them, it's really not that much and their body process and handle it differently. So that's why it's so important to kind of know yourself. And I think what happens or what kind of happened in the eighties was we kind of got away from that. You know, they taught us that here, follow this um, diet. You're going to get the results. Everyone should follow this. Um, Like Atkins or gosh, the South beach diet, you know, all of those diets where you're like, great, follow this. I get my results. And then what happens after we follow a diet or a plan, we don't know what to do. We can't continue it because maybe it was only meant for a few weeks or a few months. And then we go back to our old habits because nothing really switched. You know, there was no like, oh yeah, this is the habit I should have done. There is none of that. And so we lose that distinction um, with my body is slightly different than your body. So that's where I really appreciate um, Ayurveda and listening to our divine body wisdoms. So ultimately, we all have to kind of slow down, tune in, and listen to our bodies. And I talked about that the last solo episode, why it's so important to do those things. Because if we're not slowing down and we're not tuning in, we're really just kind of chasing our own tails. You know, we're constantly trying to figure out what works best for us. But if you have this ingrained sense of knowing yourself, 
you really don't have to do that. We know XYZ works for us. Um, and this doesn't. So for instance, like maybe you've tried intermittent fasting and you're like, yes, that works really well for me. Whereas someone else is like, no, actually keto works really, really well for me. Um, and I'm not a proponent of any, well, actually I love intermittent fasting for myself because it works well, but I know that might not work for everyone. And so that's kind of where you have to start playing with that and experimenting. Okay. Yes. That I tried that on. It works great. Um, same thing with workout routines. If you hate to run, then don't run. There's other options. And I think that's something that we have to start to um, really research and discover about ourselves. So I have a few tips on kind of ways that you can learn to trust yourself again, because ultimately it's kind of coming back to you and knowing, well, what, what works best for me? What do I actually appreciate? And so I have about six different things that I just want to you know, kind of share with you and try one on for size. So maybe one, one of these tips is going to stick out more than another. That means that's the one for you. That's the one to start with. So we have to start, um, not doubting ourselves when all of a sudden I say something, you're like, yes, that is the missing piece. Then, you know, okay, that's my intuition telling me, yes, yes. My body is trying to talk to me. It is telling me this is it, um, instead of ignoring it. And so instead of saying, wow, that seems, you know, you're intrigued by it. You don't know why, but we ignore that, like kind of push towards that. But then all of a sudden we kind of keep seeing that. So you might've heard from past guests. I know that I've had past guests on who say like a book will fall off a bookshelf. They pick it up and they're like, huh, that's interesting. They don't purchase it. Then all of a sudden some, a friend says, Hey, have you read this book? And you're like, wow, that was the same book that fell off the bookshelf. And then you're like, no, I haven't. You forget about it. You put it in the back burner. And then all of a sudden, once more, someone, or you see it at the library and it just kind of sticks out at you. And you're like, okay, I got it. I got it. Like you're giving me these nudges. I need to follow through. So that's one of the same things with our bodies. Our bodies are constantly doing that to us. They're constantly like just a little shove, a little shove. And you're like, okay, okay, I got it. I really do need to listen. So that's what I challenge, challenge you guys with. And just tuning into knowing what that is for you. So I actually just had this aha moment for myself um, this past week was right between my eyebrows, like that third eye position, it like is on fire when I am aligned and that is something I should be doing. So I'm driving home one of the days last week from training clients and I am like, oh, I really need to tap into um, just like the essence of myself in high school. Like I was total free spirit. Like I wore like strawberry shortcake shirts, hot pink outfits. I wore um, my dad's corduroy pants to school. Um, I just didn't care. Like I was just totally me. And I, for whatever reason, a vision came to me, um, before, like as soon as I got in the car and I heard this song and I'm like, wow, why is that coming up? It's like a vision of me in high school. And, um, like when I used to be a lifeguard at the pool and a conversation I had with a lifeguard there, just totally random. But then all of a sudden, all this stuff started flooding in about that old version of me. And my third eye was just on fire. It was like pressure, pressure, pressure. And what I've learned now is that that for me is the spot that really lights up when I'm in the right direction. Now that might not be where you light up, but you might feel it someplace else, or you might notice um, make maybe something at your heart. Like you feel this tug or this gut check where you're like, yes, that's that inner knowing. I challenge you to slow down enough to tune into that. And I have been practicing this for a while, trying to slow down, but this is the first time I've really noticed that that is my intuition. Like that truly is what is speaking to me when I know I'm on the path I should be.
So I want you guys to kind of figure out what that could be like and what that looks like in your life. All right. So the first thing to do is how to connect with that intuition. So you can really start to understand and hear it is how do you connect with yourself every morning? Now I say morning only because, um, for a lot of, a lot of my listeners, you guys are moms. And what happens is it's busy. If we don't make the time for ourselves in the morning before kiddos are up, like the day gets away from us. You know, we really do. We just lose track of spending a little bit of time for ourselves. And, um, you know, at night I would love to say, great, do it at night. But what happens? We're tired. You know, we've made a lot of decisions, um, throughout the day and we just are exhausted. And this goes for anyone. Typically in the evening, a lot of us are just kind of worn out and we don't want to make any more decisions. So trying to connect with that higher version of ourselves might not look the strongest in the evening. So even if you are a night owl, I would challenge you to think like, okay, is that true for me? Like, am I the sharpest in the evening? Or maybe I am sharper in the morning and just kind of look at that and just think about how you spend your day in the morning. And it can literally be five minutes, like just coming down to um, a room or someplace that feels comfortable and just sitting for five minutes with yourself. Maybe grab a journal and just start writing whatever comes to your mind. Maybe you meditate, maybe you read a passage from a book, but something to connect you with yourself. I would highly recommend that because that really is going to set up your day for success. Now from there, ask yourself, this is tip two, ask yourself, what do you want? All right. Like, I don't think we do this enough. Like how often do you ask yourself, what do you want? You're like, what do I want? And you're like, I don't know. And then you're like, well, no, what do I want? And just keep asking until you have an answer. Cause most likely you have an answer. Your inner knowing knows like you have something there. You just have to express it. All right. We have to make sure that we are saying what we want and what we know we want, but sometimes we're scared to do that. So, and that can be for anything that can be for, you know, what do I want for breakfast? What do I want for my workout routine that day? Um, you know, what, what do I want? Um, what do I want for my life? Like a big one, like all of those things are decisions that you need to make and just kind of ask, okay, is this what I want? So that is tip two. Tip three, the next thing to kind of connect in and tune into that divine body wisdom. What foods do you need to feel nourished? And I want to talk about food only because I was having this great conversation with one of my clients this past week, and we were talking about the importance of gut health. And, you know, she was expressing that her husband was eating a lot of sugar and just has just been feeling a little bit more anxious and all of that. And it's all connected. And sometimes we forget that, you know, sometimes we forget that some of those foods will trigger more anxiety. So if you have a ton of anxiety, you're drinking a ton of coffee in the morning, and if maybe you have a lot of sugar, processed sugar throughout the day, and maybe you finish with a glass of wine at night, that could be a huge anxiety loop. Like you're just kind of feeding that anxiety all day long. And so just taking the time to notice what would nourish you. And I challenge you to do this at the start of your week. Try to meal plan or at least loosely plan what you're going to have that week and have those foods on hand. So having the fresh vegetables and having an idea what you're going to do with them. So not only having those vegetables, like if you have a head of broccoli and you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Like I want to make it, but I don't know what, you know, like have an idea. Like for me, I actually have that in my fridge and I'm going to make a broccoli soup. I already had that planned when I bought it. That was going to be one of my nights this week was going to be broccoli soup. So I want you guys to kind of loosely think about, well, what can I do with this and how will this nourish me? 
And the more we can plan out, again, that decision fatigue happens throughout the day. So the more we have this mapped out, you don't have to worry about that. That's one less stressful decision that we need to make. So that is why really paying attention to, you know, asking yourself, is this going to nourish me? Is this going to give me the energy I need to make it throughout my day? And that will kind of be your guiding light to, yes, this is a great food choice right now, or no, I'm really tired and exhausted. And I'm just reaching for this because I want quick burst of energy. And there's no right or wrong. I just want you to notice, just slowing down to notice the difference. All right. The next one's kind of, um, I want to say it like it's silly, but it isn't silly because in Ayurveda, we highly stress this, but going to the bathroom when you need to, um, because what happens? So many of us get stuck in meetings or, you know, we're like, oh, I don't want to waste the time by getting up and having to go to the bathroom. But that's our body's signal, like telling you, hey, I need to be taken care of. I need to go to the bathroom. That is why some people don't like to drink a ton of water. I personally love water and I drink it all day long. I probably go to the bathroom. I don't notice that I go any more than anyone else, but that is something that you get used to. Like it's just your new normal because you are always hydrating. Um, same thing if you're getting up in the morning and having a bowel movement. Honor that. Honor your body. Don't try to push those off um, because what happens, it just builds up in our system. And again, that's gut health. And if our gut health is not in great shape, most likely we're not feeling great and we're not doing great. So honoring the times when your body is saying, hey, I need to go to the bathroom now. All right. I'll keep that one short because I feel like most of us kind of grasp that. We don't always follow it, but I think we kind of on a surface level, we get it. Uh, number five, this is for the ladies. I do. I think I have a few fellas that listen, but this one is tracking your cycle. So, and this if you are in menopause and um, what you can do is you can kind of track it with the moon and just kind of pay attention there. So your new moon would be day one. Uh, and this is for anyone who's not cycling. Uh, day one would be the new moon. So maybe just look up when the new moon is each month and that would be your day one. For everyone else, your day one is the start of your cycle and just taking a note how you feel that day. And you'll track every day until if you're tracking with the moon, um, until the next new moon. So that's kind of your 28 days is tracking from one new moon to the next and noticing how you feel throughout that lunar cycle. Um, if you do cycle, tracking your cycle with day one, with your start of your period. And at the end will be, well, waiting till the next period starts. So that's kind of the, the cycle. So you can see in my 26 days, in my 27, in my 28. It really depends on how that is working in your body. And that does make a difference. So maybe every month, and I like to do this for a few months because you might start to notice, oh my goodness, on the 17th day, every month I'm getting a migraine or on the fifth day, I have so much energy. I'm so creative. You plan tasks around that. So you can start saying, I know I'm highly creative on this day. Let's plan a whole bunch of these new projects that I want to create, or um, maybe you want to do some crafts for yourself or with kids, or um, you have a work project that you really need some creative juices flowing, you start to notice those trends. And that can be one way that you can incorporate that into your life. And the same goes if you're tracking with the lunar cycle. So if you're not cycling, you can track with the lunar cycle and you will start to notice you will have a pull towards the moon because the new moon, it's dark. It's a time to go inward. So a lot of us feel more cocoonish. We want to kind of wrap into ourselves. Whereas the full moon, we are feeling really energetic. We want to get out there. We want to share ideas. We want to meet people and talk with people. And so just kind of noticing that distinction, distinction in your own life. And that is going to be slightly different for everyone. So you might be a day off compared to someone else, but having a trend of that laid out for a few months, that is something I would highly recommend. I personally do that because I feel like it's a great way to see every month 
what's going on with my body. Now, the last thing, um, probably one of the most important ones is playing detective with yourself. So I was just told this into one of my yoga classes that I was teaching was notice when we did a yin posture, if one side feels different for the next, you know, two minutes while we hold this pose, be the detective, try to figure out why, you know, do you stand differently on one leg than the other? Do you sit and you cross one leg over the other? Um, when you're waiting at the supermarket, do you dump in all your weight into one hip? Like there's a reason our bodies are doing what they're doing. And that goes for anything. So we need to play detective to figure out why that is. And we don't have to do that for every little ailment, but I would start with one thing. So for instance, if you are getting a migraine um, once a month, start tracking why, start tracking sleep around that time of the month, start tracking maybe if you can tap into hormones, um, what you're eating, uh, all of what you're doing for workouts, how your stress is at work, all of those little things start tracking because the more information that we have, obviously the better detective you're going to be. Because as a detective, you're collecting clues. I love murder mysteries, but what I do love about them is the detective work behind that. So like I watch the Hallmark murder mystery channel and um, I love to play detective with them. That's the same thing you're doing with your body. So we're playing detective. We're tuning into what's going on with that hip, what's going on with our stress this day. Why do I feel so exhausted on Friday, but I feel really fresh on a Tuesday? What happened between Tuesday and Friday that really had me run down? So those are all the little things that I want you guys to really start to tune into in your life. And so again, the more information you can collect, the better you will be at playing detective in your life and asking for help. So maybe you have the information, but you don't know what to do with it. And you're like, ah, I feel like it's telling me something. That's where an outside set of eyes can really help. And so that's where maybe you ask for help from um, any a coach, any accountability coach, maybe a friend, a peer, just someone that you can say, hey, here's my data. Now, do you, can you see anything that I'm missing? Because I feel like I'm missing something. And a lot of the times that second set of eyes can really say, hey, no, I see it. We, you missed this clue. I wonder why that would be. And that is one way I really like to play detective with ourselves. All right. So those were the six tips that I have for you guys to really start to tune into yourself and connect to that divine body wisdom. Now, my weekly challenge is going to be the last one. I want you guys to start playing detective with your health habits this week. You know, so if you want more energy, start tracking what time of the day are you losing it? When, maybe it's like a certain day of the week that you're losing it. Um, maybe a certain time of the month, like really start to hone in on that. And you can be really specific the more that you start to track this, but maybe it's something that's really sticking out to you. Um, start to label that and say, Hey, let's figure out why my energy is dipping every day at 4 PM. And then start to kind of just take notes, like grab a notebook and you're just taking notes about yourself in this notebook. All right. So that's what I would challenge you guys to do this week. Now to wrap up, if you guys are wanting a little bit more accountability on this, I just opened my doors to a six week evolve into you. Um, it's a habit shifting program. So what we're going to do is we're going to have weekly group accountability calls. So we're hopping on zoom and we are going to chat. We're going to have time for all of you guys to enter in like, Hey, I want to help with, uh, this habit. I'm actually going to give you ideas because most likely someone else in the group is thinking or wanting that same habit. You're also going to get workout plans for the whole six weeks because I am a trainer and I will give you guys workouts according to your dosha. You're going to get an Ayurvedic, like a 20 minute 
or less little tip every week. So a little video, um, little PDFs that you can read through to really hone into some of these Ayurvedic habits. So I have found that Ayurveda is really, really best at tuning into yourself. I've had so many, so many people that I've worked with are like, oh my gosh, I finally get it. Like I made that connection with my food is affecting um, my inflammation, my body. I suddenly feel better because I started changing the food I was eating. Or I've had women, um, actually, I've had some people who had fertility issues. I had one just had a baby in the past year. Like that's huge. Like they went from like, wow, I'm making those connections between the things that were missing. Others helped with digestion and digestion can be so tricky. So that again is huge to have some of that start to like, oh, having a shake every morning when I have poor digestion is not the best thing for me. Like it's just little things like that that we can switch that can make you feel better. And so this group is $99 for the whole six weeks. So I wanted it to be super price and cost effective for people because I want you guys to just start to dive into some of these things that Ayurveda offers. And I feel like this is a great starting point for anyone who's looking to just switch some health habits up and they want to do it in a group um, accountability fashion. Maybe they don't want to do one-on-one, -on -one, but they do enjoy this group thing. You don't even have to say anything on the Zoom calls if you don't want, because I'll do a little teaching on them as well. Um, but that's what I have for you guys. I really am excited about this program. So if you guys are interested, you can join. We're going to start February 4th. So that's our start date. So you can join anytime before February 4th, or even maybe that first week. If you hear this late, just send me an email and I will let you know, Hey, great. Hop on in. We still have spots available. So the place where you can sign up at this is going to be at andreaclausen.com backslash evolve. So if you're looking for more information, head there, feel free to send me an email if you have any questions or a DM on social media. Um, and I'll give answer any of your questions that you guys have to see if this program is a right fit for you or not. All right. So that's what I have for you guys this week. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful week and really start to play detective in your life and see where you can make some health habit changes. All right, everyone go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the peaceful power podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclausen.com, where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the peaceful power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.